Hello, you are welcome to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel for yet another powerful, sobering, and inspiring word from God. Grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick Kaluluma from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hands and just speak a few words to the Lord and just prepare yourself. Just prepare yourself just in a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You may take your seats. We are still praying, but we're going to go into the Word for a few minutes. I've got a question. How many of you are attending a City of the Lord Church service for your first time? Raise your hand. I'd like to see those hands. Wonderful. Glad to see you. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Security, I hope that window is okay. And then, um, how many of you have never attended a Sunday service at COL? You only attend on Wednesdays, but you've never attended on Sunday. Please raise your hand. I see that hand, I see that hand, I see that one. Wonderful. Okay. Praise God. Okay, let's look into the Word. And we're going to talk a bit more on prayer. Uh, no music for now. We're going to talk a bit more on prayer. And so we're going to basically go to two portions of Scripture because I want to talk about one key in prayer. One of the keys that Jesus has given us in prayer Remember, Jesus told us, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom, and whatever you ask shall be given. So there are certain keys that Jesus would mention, and this evening, I want to talk about one of the keys, and that is called the key of... I want to hear it. The key of what? No, no, we're already talking about prayer, but there's a particular key we're referring to. So at the count of three, the key of... <laughs> I will start with a short story. Uh, yesterday, um, I was to be exercising. Uh, the COO football team will be playing a match soon. And so I was trying to get myself fit. And I didn't have the time to go out jogging as was instructed. But I did a research, and the research proved that skipping rope is as effective as jogging. As a matter of fact, it burns even a few more calories. So I decided to give myself a certain target number, and I started, you know, jumping rope. 
And when I was about to reach that number, I think I had about a hundred to go. My legs, my legs were saying, stop. My body was saying, stop. And so when I reached that number, instead of counting to hundred, I decided to trick myself by counting to 10, 10 times. So I would count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And start again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What I was doing is that I was mentally preparing myself to persist. And so it was making me robust until I hit the challenge. In the same vein, we'll stand here and testify. When the boy is there and we're standing next to the defender, one of us will have the mental persistence to reach the ball. What am I trying to say? There is a place where you have to learn to persist in something. A number of us here in school, or have been in school, if I remember my early school days, the biggest thing I remember is it teaches you persistence. Because there are nights when the assignment has to be done. There is no other way. That assignment has to be finished. And if you don't finish it, it won't finish itself. And you have to hand it in by zero. And at 23, you are sleepy. You have no choice. You'll find a way to persist until you're done. What am I trying to say? There is a key that Jesus taught in prayer. And it's called persistence. This one is not for those who are ready to faint. I, I don't know. Do we have... Do we have any believers here who are made of that substance that just can't be brought down? Do we have any people here who are like a basketball? If they hit you down, you just bounce straight back up. That's the kind of people we're talking about. You know, um, there are times I've met people and maybe they've, we've met in different platforms. And so they assume we are always, you know, very dignified and maybe dressed very well. Hey, they don't know that there are moments where we shut all the doors, remove all the suits. I don't know if you're getting my point. <laughs> huh? The young ones would say, drip aside. <laughs> there, there, there are moments where you just say, ah, now I'm going to persist in this thing until I get an answer. Praise God. In the early days of City of the Lord Church, we had a challenge we discovered that something had gone very wrong. Something had gone very wrong and another church registered with the name that we had registered in. And when we went and checked on things, we discovered something had gone very wrong and someone had cheated us and pocketed the money. And so they were legal and we weren't. And it was turning into a very big issue. It was almost scandalous. I remember it because that night I was invited to go preach at DMI St. Eugene. And please remind me, I'm supposed to reply to them. I have to give them a date where I'm going to preach there. I was going to preach at DMI St. Eugene. That day, I preached on spiritual warfare. Not necessarily that the Holy Spirit told me. I think I was preaching my life in that moment. <laughs> I preached on resisting the devil. <laughs> and 
That night, I will never forget telling the board, saying, tonight we are going to pray until we get an answer. And I will never forget God giving me a vision towards the end of the time where we saw a door that was opened being closed and everything worked out. There are just certain things you have to learn to persist in prayer. There are some here who have to seriously pray over their education. Look, some people here, you're not like one or two of your friends in your class who if it doesn't work at Unilas, they'll take you to Apex. If it doesn't work at Apex, next thing you, you're a lawyer. If it didn't work in law, next thing you're at Zika's. There are some who you know this is your only shot. No, there's a way you're going to have to pray about it. I don't know if somebody is getting my point. Hey! So let's look at what the Lord Jesus taught us. There are moments for, listen, that's why for me there are some songs that, there are some things that I've never gotten. I think you manage as a believer if all you do is praise or all you do is worship. It's not possible. There are moments where that's not the instruction. That verse which says the battle is not yours but for the Lord was applicational to that moment. That was the way they were supposed to fight that battle. My friend, there are other battles where they removed swords. What am I trying to say? Don't use praise and worship as an excuse for business in prayer. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Sometimes people just prefer praise and worship because it's easier. <laughs> and some are not even praising and worship. They're just thinking about their lives. Praise God. <laughs> So they were going to, Lord, me, all I'll do is just worship. There is a moment where you have to take a stand and pray. Don't use praise and worship as an excuse for being lazy in prayer. There is no substitute for prayer. Just as there is no substitute for praise and worship. Praise and worship is praise and worship. I, I hope you are hearing me. When Satan taught Jesus, when Satan was tempting Jesus, First temptation, second temptation. When he reached the third, Jesus said, Away with you, Satan. Those were the words he used. At that moment, he didn't sing hallelujah to the Lord. He said, Away with you. Get out now. So there are moments where you have to take your stand. And that's why in the last moments we're having of prayer, when we start that moment of prayer, we're not even going to allow music or anything because sometimes we just start singing. We are going to go into prayer. I hope you're hearing me. <laughs> okay, now Luke 18. And he spake a parable unto them, this end, that men ought always to pray and not faint. Hey! Is there somebody in this place? Jesus spoke a parable that men ought always to pray and not faint. That's the parable he spoke. I don't know if somebody here has been fainting. The Holy Spirit is renewing you this evening. The Holy Spirit is revitalizing you. He's giving you that vigor again. So this is the parable that he spoke to them. Uh -huh. Saying there was a city in a there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded men. These are dangerous people. That's a very dangerous person doesn't have any human being he fears and doesn't fear God very dangerous 
Let's go on. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him saying, Avenge me of my adversary. Uh huh. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, least by her continual coming, she will weary me. The man reached the point where he was expecting it. Every day, yeah, she's here. She's here. She's here. And let's not forget, this was a wicked judge, not a holy one. Let's go on. And the Lord said, hear what this unjust judge said. Uh-huh. And shall not God avenge his own elect? Jesus is making a comparison which is completely parallel. He's saying if a wicked judge, after much persistence, could say, you know what? Have, just have, have it. Then he's saying, what about God? And so he says, shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? There are some of us who may be feeling it's been taking long. There are some things that have been a long time coming. Shall not God avenge his own elect? But then he mentions a statement. I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. Hey, in the name of Jesus, may the Lord do something for you speedily. However, in that moment, there is one question that remains. The question remains, nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? Now that, of course, we can talk about the last days. But I would like to make what about in your moment of visitation? What about in the moment where God is now supposed to bring it into manifestation? Would he find you with the faith to receive it? Or have you given up on it? Are there people here who are willing to be persistent? Praise God. Let's look at one last portion of scripture. Luke chapter number 11. Luke chapter 11 and let's start somewhere from verse... One, it's a very interesting portion of scripture. There are very few things, there are very few times we hear the disciples asking the Lord Jesus to teach them something specific. One of the things the disciples asked Jesus to teach was how to pray. If you can learn how to pray, then you've learned the secret because prayer is a platform in which we express our faith. It's the platform in which we manifest our believer's authority. It's a platform in which we receive instruction from God. It's a platform in which we fellowship with God. So if somebody can have a proper prayer life, and you know, our prayer lives, we must learn to be very open in them. I'll give you an example. Most of my ideas come during prayer. Even just ideas for the church. Someone can be with me and can think, what's going on here? I can be in prayer and suddenly I rush for my phone because I want to just type it, lest I forget it. Interestingly, I don't know if this has happened to anyone. If there is something I forgot to do, somehow I remember it when I'm praying. There is something about prayer. It activates everything that needs to be activated about you. I've had people calling me and saying, how is the city of the Lord Church so organized when so many people are so young? Most of the ideas come in. Most of the ideas have come in prayer. Praise God. Praise the Lord. 
I'll never forget uh, the year 2010. 2010, I think I should have been 15. And I was entering the inaugural um, edition of a program called Debate Time. And so I'm at church one day and I'm in prayer. And I hear the Lord say, write the following words down. And I wrote them down. Those ended up being my punchlines in the debate. And that clip got played over and over and over again for over a year. I don't know how many places it took me to. And it came in prayer. That was the difference. As a matter of fact, I don't, know, I don't remember what topic we were debating. Something very political. But as we were talking, I was feeling the anointing. Like, like I'm just talking. I'm just, I felt like at any moment I could just say, cameraman, take it. And I'll never forget reaching, and you know, I was so small. And I reached, and one of the key people there, I won't mention their name, said, what? This can talk? And everyone was just looking. Have you ever entered somewhere and you're looked down on? That's, that, that's the way it was. And when I began speaking, I'll never forget from the producer to everyone, everyone was just like, where did it come from? Prayer. Your prayer life can be richer than you think. You can get business ideas in prayer. You can know how to win that bid you've been trying to win in prayer. You can know your next move in prayer. Somebody say, I'm not coming out of prayer empty. <laughs> hey, I'll persist. Jacob persisted with God, came out with an identity, came out as Israel. Hey, entered prayer as Jacob, came out as Israel, wrestled until he came out. When Jacob had a limp for the, for the rest of his life. A physical limp, but there's something he had gained. <laughs> I don't mind coming out limped in. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, Luke 11. So they asked him, teach us how to pray. And this is the last portion. Let's go on. And he said to them, when ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven, so on earth. Remember the alignment, right? Uh -huh. And he said... Give us this day our daily bread. Let's continue. And forgive us our sins as we forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Uh-huh. Some need to pray that prayer, by the way. There are some who are in a situation which you need to be delivered from. You need to be transferred from a bad place to a good place. There are some who are in a situation where men are scheming against you or they've plotted against you. There are some men fear neither God nor man. And you need to resist that in prayer. Paul was, Paul, interestingly, when God was speaking to Paul, he didn't even say, I'll deliver you from Satan. He told him, I'll deliver you from the Jewish people. Sometimes you need, you, you need to be, <laughs> like you need to be cut off from the realm where men can determine your destiny. Where men can determine whether you remain in employment or not. Whether men, where men can determine whether you get a pay rise or not. You can come to a place where people's hearts are moved. Then the Bible said the heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord. And he can swing it whichever way he wishes. Some of us, we, we need to start, we need to come to a place where we're no longer at the mercy of the mood that teenager wakes up in. Let's continue. And he said unto them, which of you, now we're talking about persistence, now look at this. Which of you, uh, can we use the Amplified? 
Praise God. And he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and will say, Why? I've got a feeling that's what he said. Lend me three loaves of bread. Imagine that. Someone comes to knock at your door at midnight. For a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come and I have nothing to put before him. Would you open? You would. Ah. <laughs> You're a loving person. But at least Jesus understands me. Let me tell you how I know. And he says, and, he, and from within will answer, the friend will answer, do not disturb me. The door is now closed and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and supply you with anything. Sounds like me. Midnight, guys, midnight. I'll never forget on my wedding. Wedding. I'm on my way, literally. Uh, I, I was coming from the place I had spent the night. I'm entering the elevator. My phone rings. <laughs> Hello, faster. Uh, could you please help me with the interpretation of your dream? I said, <laughs> I replied saying, can I just marry first? <laughs> <laughs> now look at it <laughs> you guys are laughing I'm not joking and then he says I tell you although he will not get up and supply him anything because he is his friend yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence he will get up and give him as much as he needs in short, sometimes it's beyond friendship. It's just, ah, this guy is overdoing it. What am I trying to say? There are times you have to learn to bombard the spiritual realm until it gives you what you're demanding. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and it shall be given. Seek and keep on seeking, and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door shall be opened to you. When I see us in this place, there are some of us who have never learned how to persist in prayer. Jesus told the disciples, pray with me. Came back, found them sleeping. Told them again, pray with me. Came back, found them sleeping. Do you remember what he said? He said, can't you tarry with me one hour? I've got a request. Is there anyone here who can tarry with me? Just 15 minutes of intense prayer. Where you are going to get off your seat you forget your cuteness, your handsomeness, and just pray, like break in. I don't know if you're getting my point. Is there anyone in this place who's willing to do that? <laughs> hey! So, it says, for anyone who asks and keeps on asking, receives. And he who seeks and keeps on seeking, finds. And to him who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door shall be open. Let me just say one thing. There are certain that you have to learn to ask for. Then there are some things you must seek. And then there are times you have to knock until that door budges open. Praise God. Praise the Lord. There are times you ask for a promised land. God gives you a piece of land with giants. Deal with the giants. In short, you say, they're yours. Deal with them. There are some of us here, it's just some, there are just some Goliaths we need to hit with a stone. I, I hope you're hearing me. How many are ready to pray? Are you ready to pray?
Are you ready to pray? We have 24 minutes. Now, you know what? I may give you some prayer points. But, here's what I'll tell you. We're in a takeoff season, right? As God has spoken to us. You've been on a plane before. You realize that although you may be going to the same airport, people have different reasons for boarding that plane. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> and the key is to know your reason. <laughs> I'll never forget when I went to China. When I reached the airport in... Like, you know, you could talk to anyone and the like. But when I reached the airport in Guangzhou, I needed a bit of help with something. I tried speaking to some Zambians. Because I could hear some people speaking in Bemba. You can't miss... You can't miss our people. <laughs> Guess what? They didn't help me at all. As a matter of fact, they ran away from me. It's people from other countries who helped me. Do you know why they didn't help me? They thought I went there for business. So as far as they're concerned, the moment we reached China, it was now each man knows why he came. <laughs> if I help this guy, <laughs> he will know where I find my suppliers. Respect them. <laughs> the people from Bangladesh are the ones who helped me. But what am I trying to say? We may have been on the same flight, but we had different reasons for going. I had gone for ministry. This one had gone for business. This one had gone for a visit. This one had gone for this. So even with our reasons for going, others were more shrewd than others. I hope you're hearing. If I, if, if I was going out somewhere and I'm, I know I'm going to be giving a talk, no others are laughing and having juice and doing all that stuff. I'll be on the computer. Because my, my reason for going is a bit different. What am I trying to say? We may be having the same takeoff, but we've got different things that we need. We've got different prayer requests. And I want to give us an opportunity for some time to just pray in light of what is needed. There are some people here who don't need to pray about their education. It's a walk in the park. There are others here who may not know where the next school fees will come from. There are others who the house situation is not really the area they need to pray for. There's another area. But then there are others who, should they not pray, they're not necessarily sure where they'll be living next month. What am I trying to say? I want you to take this moment seriously. There are certain realms no one will enter for you. And I can assure you, as a servant of God, there are certain places that uncertain victories that I've only realized in prayer. Praise God. Are we ready? And as we pray, my challenge to us is forget the former things. I mean the things that bring you down. Only remember the ones that motivate you. Because there are times you may have to pray over the same thing more than once. Is somebody ready to pray? service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. 
May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0 If you are unable to call, you can email us on the City of the Lord Zambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.